This is Chie Satanaka, and you're listening to the Giant Sword Podcast. You better eat more meat. Hello and welcome to this week's Giant Sword Podcast. I'm your party leader, Nick Lynn. Joining me today, as always, is Taylor Hoyt. What's up, Taylor? What's going on, Nikolai? Everything's good. I'm running on four hours of sleep. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I woke up in the middle of the night and it took me like two hours to go back to sleep. Because you, you said about the aliens, the aliens were coming? The aliens were going to come kill me, Nick. They were right there. They were looking at me in the window. I yeah. saw them. Mm-hmm. I, had the, I had dreams like that, too, mm-hmm. when I was like four. I'm still four up here. Yeah. I just remember. I remember. What do, you, what do you think this means? I remember. I think I'm four. <laughs> I just remember uh, <laughs> distinctly. This has got to be when I was like four, actually four or five, and I had a dream that a freaking Jim Carrey was looking through the window at me, smiling really creepily. <laughs> <laughs> no idea why. <laughs> that is so random. Yeah, it was like I, I guess I saw something of one of his movies when I was younger, and it freaked us. He's freaked me out. I don't know. Okay. Really weird, right? Good old Jim Carrey. I yeah, know. No, like, like, <laughs> this, like, his crazy smile. I don't mm-hmm. know how to do it, but distinctly remember it right here. Okay. Right there. <laughs> All right. All right. So this episode, uh, not much news because it's the week before E3, so it's the silence before the storm, hopefully. Your, uh, your mouse is right on my face. It is. There it is. There and go. I moved it. <laughs> um, yeah, not a whole lot going on. I think all the, the announcements that are going to get made have probably been made, and now they're just waiting for the press conferences, is my guess. Yep. 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 All right. So let's move uh, to the one thing of news that we got, is that uh, Square Enix trademarks collection of mana in Europe. Mm, okay. So yeah, I did see that. That looks interesting. <laughs> so that was uh, I remember that was rumored way back. Because it came out in Japan, I think only, and we never got it. Really, I don't remember it even being a thing. I think it came out in Japan on Switch. Because there was there's one mana game we never got. I think. Oh, let me see. I could be wrong. But I know that remake did not do that great or it got poor reviews and i mean you've we talked about it on the podcast it was um got a lot of bugs oh okay yeah i guess it did only come over uh it was released in japan and now there's hints of it coming overseas uh yeah that i hope uh, and that remake that game was just, like so bad <laughs> and not just like bad it was like it was cheaply made and the art style was weird and there was so many bugs so I know the Secret of Man is like a classic but there were so many bugs and that's a shame I wonder if they ever, have they ever patched it do you know uh, no idea no idea all I know it's just it's, I think it's part of the gameplay so I, I I mean I remember playing it and I remember he had, like, doing the battles. The battles are kind of, like, active, right? Mm-hmm. They're kind of. But they're not really because, I like, you would attack enemies and it wouldn't hit them because they're always in, like, an inference state or something like that. Oh, weird. And, like, none of the, like, battles didn't feel tacti. It didn't feel impact when you hit things. Mm-hmm. I remember that really bothered me. Mm, weird. Yeah. That's a shame. That is a shame. I think that's just Secret of Mana in general, though. Because that's how the game was designed. 
it was just amp- the badness was amplified because it was in a weird 3D art style. Yeah, it almost looks like a. It's got like a feel like it's a. It was a mobile game or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everyone knows the mobile game art style. Mm-hmm. The what was it called? Uh, what's it called? Mighty Max, not Mighty Max. Oh my God, Mighty Number no. Nine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that it's art, that deep three D look. Yeah, yeah, that art style. It's awful. But yeah, that's pretty much all the news that we're going to talk about. <laughs> Are you? If it's the old games, but they've upres them to HD, would you be interested in picking that up? I don't know. I never played any of the other ones. I mean, I have Legend of Mana on my PS3, the PS1 classic. So I, I think I even own it on, it's on PS1, but I've never really played them. So I don't know. Because there, like I said, I think there's a third one that we never got. I, I, I could be wrong, but it, that would be cool because I. That's one of those all-time classics. I would definitely want to try it out, but yeah, I don't know. I think it was actually as long as it's better than the remake. Yeah, and it's not broken like the remake. Then that was broken. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's let's move on to uh, already. This is usually like halfway point through our podcast, but <laughs> uh, to what we've been playing. Uh, Taylor, have you been playing anything? I mean, oh wait, oh wait, give us Mike. the give us the good news. Oh, yeah, I finally beat, I broke two hours in my Ease 8 speedrun journey. Uh, it's been taking so long, and finally I cracked it. And honestly, what did it is I, <clears throat> in years past, I have just been looking at my notes. <clears throat> and that's been the only way I can remember, because there's so much. I mean, it's a two-hour speedrun, and it was hard to memorize everything. So one day before I started speedrunning, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to read this memorize the order I'm doing things and then try it and sure enough the first time I died on the final final boss so that <laughs> killed the run but then the second time it was pretty smooth and I think my time is like 156 45 or something like that so really good time or at least for me so what's the world record I want to say it's like 140 25 so I got good 16 minutes to shave <laughs> Yeah, that's not because there's some people that cheat and they have like a PS4 Pro with a solid state drive and that, you know, makes the loading times faster and inevitably gives you a better time. But um, there, I, I, well, if you want to get real crazy, I think the world record is actually like 25 minutes or something because like, there's a new route. But this is like the old route that um, some of the old speedrunners like. It's it's just more fun. You actually fight the bosses. There's more tricks. I don't know. I, I enjoy doing it. So Isn't it like the speedruns where it's like... You do something in the game where you like you teleport to the end of the game somehow, and then you just like one shot the boss somehow, and then it's over. And you're like, "Yeah, I beat the game in about a minute. I'm pretty amazing." Yeah, that, at that point, it's not even fun to watch. It's not fun to do. It's just like, okay, I did it. I don't know. I, this one's just fun. There's a lot of running. Like I said, there's cool tricks. You have to learn boss patterns a lot better, and uh, you're you're in areas way earlier than you should be. So. But there's one thing now. If you ever played Ease Eight normally, you're never going to be able to do it because you're always you you're going to always want to do your tricks. Um. Sometimes the, the there's really only one time. I so I remember I got like halfway through Ease Eight, I stopped and then I started speed running it and then I went back to finish it. There's only one time where I actually did a um, did a trick to skip an area, 
So the first time you go to, um, oh my gosh, it's it's the, the temple with all the doors and the switches and stuff. Uh, I forget what it's called. Um, but there's this one door I could not figure out how to open. I'm like, okay, well, I know how to trick around it. So I just tricked the door. Um, <laughs> but that's the only time that, other than that I played it normally. And since you skipped that door, you never, like, you never hit its trigger. So now you can never beat the game because you need that trigger to beat the game. That's right. It messes the whole the thing. The whole thing's up. It's messed up. No, no more flying. Just done. Done. Yeah. So now I'm like, do I want to try to put the effort in to get sub 150? That would be a lot of extra work. Um, and I don't know if I'm willing to do that. My goal was to get under two hours, and I did that. And I think I'm probably done. And I'm probably going to dedicate that time to something else. <laughs> My bucket list. I'm yeah, there you go. Yeah. It just took so long. I, uh, yeah, I was able to, I got movement down because the game is all about like jump da dashing. It looks like you're just rolling constantly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you've ever watched a, the speed run. Um, and then at that point, it's a matter of just perfecting the fights, um, perfecting the tricks so you don't drop any of them. And yeah, I don't really know what else. And then just praying to RNGesus that you get good, um, you get good <clears throat> cycles from Gius Burn and the Mud Hunt with the Bat, so. I remember when you first started, there was this trick where you had to do like this weird thing where you would float up this tree to skip this TX boss. Yeah. Have you gotten that down where it's like breathing now? Uh, almost. Uh, there, because you have to do it so many times, like sometimes I think about it too much and I do it wrong, but now I can usually do it just about every time. Sometimes I'll drop it once or twice, but I can usually do it every time now. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's, that one's probably still the hardest because you have to repeat that motion so many times. And then just right when you get over the tree, you're just like... <laughs> this looks yeah. hilarious. You just skip over the You're just the like bus. floating in the air, yeah. How did people figure out this stuff? Yeah, I did. I have no idea. That is the craziest it's like, thing it's just like, speed runs. It's like, they, yeah, they, look, they look around and they're like, hmm... I need to skip this boss, so what should I do? Hey, there's a tree here. I'm going to create these specific button combination movements, and I'm going to float up this tree and see if I can skip the boss. Who thinks of this? Don't know. You know what's really funny is you're technically not skipping the boss. What you're doing, well, you are, but you're skipping him so you can get the Gias Burn Crystal so you can go back to him faster later. It's just apparently it's a more efficient route all in all. Because um, what, what you do is you skip him, you go up, you get the Gia Spirit and Crystal, you come back and then you fight him. And then, uh, and then I think you do uh, the Mud Hunt where you're in the mud with a bat. And then I think you do Gia Spirit. Yeah. yeah. I just remember um, I was watching you do the finale when you when you actually get under two hours. And all it is is the ending is just you going through a bunch of menus and then suddenly the, the end screen pops up. And I'm like, oh, so that's how you do it. <laughs> yeah, because it's uh, it's at the end when they're leaving on the boat, and then it's just like one, two, three, the end. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, because the the tight like the, the <laughs> stressful part is the final boss. Because the final boss when you're just fighting is Donna is tough. Because um, you have to be perfect with your dodges. You only have so many healing and revive items, and we do a trick where essentially Donna has um, a weapon equipped in both hands and her armor are weapons so essentially she's fighting with four weapons 
somehow. I don't know how it works on the back end, but See, that's another thing. That's it's actually, like, okay, we need to beat this game with Donna. So let's break the game where you can equip four weapons. Okay, let's <laughs> gotta figure out how to do that. That's the part I don't understand. How? Yeah, how do you mess around with the game so much? You have to like look at the code on the back end or something. I feel like. How do you to look do at this? the triggers? Maybe. I, yeah, because I don't understand. Like, and there's also that one part where you beat. Um, you skip the mud boss, and as soon as you exit, it just teleports you to Donna. She gets killed immediately, and then it ports you back. Oh, yeah. It's like, okay, you're Donna for like a second. That's when you like, when you die to the, the master, right? Yeah, the big monkey guy. Yeah, that's, that's such a random thing. It's like, oh, he's not even supposed to be here, but okay. I guess, I guess that happened. Yeah. Um, only people like Kimpy could figure this stuff out. So... Mm -hmm. There are people. He's almost got the platinum. He said. Well, it's that, and he's like, he's like, when he when he gets dedicated to something, he gets dedicated to something. So. Well, yeah, I, I don't know if you saw, but he posted his little cold steel notebook or whatever in uh, in Discord. So he's got all these notes about the world and stuff. So so funny. Very dedicated. You see, when I asked him, like, so what did you get out of this? What was the point? And he was like, I, I want, I wanted to retain, I wanted. The information. I wanted to retain that information. Like, okay, I get it. I get it. Even though you just retain it in here. Gosh. No. Use your brain, guys. You gotta be. You gotta be like Taylor, and have the favorite. Have your most favorite game of all time, but forget all the characters. That's right. That's the way to do it. That's how. That's how you, the names of the characters. You know the characters. You just don't know the names. That's when you know it's good. Mm-hmm. The less you remember, the better it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because that's so true to you. That's that's just it's you. Uh, so Taylor, you like you really like Tokyo Xanadu, right? Yeah. Okay. So do you remember about this part with this song and this boss? No, I don't actually. That's just that's talking about games with Taylor, guys. Mm-hmm. Who are the characters? I don't even know. But you were been you were playing that recently? Did you? How far did you get? Uh, third or fourth chapter, something like that. So after I think I'm just about to get it's the the Blaze part of the game where you're like in, doing the fight with the with the Blaze gang. Oh, that's pretty far. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're in the dance club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, that game is so good. God, this game's so good. God, God. It's amazing. Kimmy doesn't like it, so obviously it's. Trash tier, just put it. Yeah, put it right in trash tier. Trash tier. <laughs> <laughs> no one will get what that means. <laughs> Some people might. <clears throat> All right. Have you been playing anything else? Uh, I recently picked up Fire Emblem Echoes. Oh yeah, you played that. Yeah. So I was I played that for about two hours. It is a very weird Fire Emblem game. Um, it's not tra a traditional one where it's just like fight after fight after fight there's like dungeons you explore and you break boxes and you get items and the maps are very simple and there's no weapon triangle which is common in most of the fire emblem games and i think in fact i think it's every fire emblem game except that one and uh yeah it's really different but i like it because the battles are kind of quick and snappy that's that's always been my problem with um strategy rpgs is sometimes the battles just take forever and then if you lose you have to do the whole thing over and it's such a bummer that's what i liked about tactics ogre where you had that mechanic where you could rewind a bunch of turns no it was, fact, like, I think, it was only like five turns right 
Or can you go through it? Like, I, I don't remember. I was, but that's yeah, cool. It's like, oh, I messed up. What did I do to me- when uh, go back to where I could fix that mistake? Exactly. And and Fire Echoes has that. Um, you have to collect items, and it increases how many turns you can rewind. But uh, apparently, what happens near the end of the game? There's these mages that keep <laughs> summoning these like zombies and these whatever. So it's like every turn, the enemy's spawning like five to ten new enemies, and it's just the battle apparently just dragged. So sounds like Project Cross Zone. Yep. Pretty much. So that that makes me sad because I'm really enjoying the game so far, but apparently near the end of the game it just starts dragging. So hopefully uh, I'll just grind it up. Uh, Kraft really recommended the game. He's like, yeah, just make sure you grind. So I'm going to try to grind a lot. And then uh, once I do that, hopefully it won't be too bad. Good, 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 good. Yeah. <coughs> uh, what you've been playing, Nikolai? Sorry, I got a, got a cough now. Um, I've been playing some more Grandia 2, which is, uh, interesting. I'm at the, like, I think I'm at the darkest part of the story. Mm-hmm. People should know what that, if people play Grandia 2, they should know where I'm at. Um, it's fun. Yeah, like, I've been, I've been, I've been replaying it, and I just noticed how, like, cheesy the dialogue is. Mm-hmm. And how, like, blatant, like, uh up front it is, is like, oh, I'm so sad. I need to do this thing, but no, I'm just so sad. I'm like, oh, wow. Just get over here. This is really, like, bad. Really, really early 2000s writing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the game's fun. I enjoy it. People like it better than one. I, I, I don't see that. I think one's better, still. Fight me on I'm that. Not played, I have not played two, but I enjoy one. One's a good game. Two is completely different. One's about a boy and his adventure, and two is about the end of the world. Oh, fun. Typical JRPG. (laughs) (laughs) Fun characters, though. Fun characters. I played that, and then I downloaded uh, Grand Blue Fantasy for the phone. Oh, you got it on your phone? Yeah, I have it on my phone. Let's let's, let's, let's play. How how are you able to do that? Do you have to create a Japanese account or something? Let's see. Let's see. Here we go. Right here. Nice. And it's all in English. Cool. Um, what it is, is I had to download an app called Q-App, which okay. I don't know what it does, but it makes me able to download the Japanese app. Mm-hmm. And I just downloaded it and then put it in English and created an account, which the account site is all in Japanese, so I had to go through a, a guide to what, what I had to put in. And mm-hmm. once I did that, I just started playing. I played, I didn't really play it. I pl- did the prologue and then I got all the beginning gotcha stuff where it's like, here's all these free stuff. So we make sure you we hook you and you keep getting more stuff. And that's where I got that super, super rare uh, girl with the huge boobs. Yeah, dude, her boobs really bigger than her head. That was insanity. So I was like, we, we, it was like, okay, I'm gonna get one. I'm gonna get one super rare character. Who is it gonna be? And I didn't know who it was gonna be, and I got her. And I'm like, that's typical. <laughs> so now I'm like, now these are what the characters are like in Grand Blue Fantasy, huh? Hmm. I guess I'm. I have stuff to look forward to in Grand Blue Fantasy versus, which I played. 
Yeah, we both played it. I mean, I think you played a lot more than I did in beta, but what do you oh, think of it? Oh, I really enjoyed it. Um, I start. I played the beta that started at 4, 2 a.m. for me, and uh, I played until 5 a.m. Jeez. So three hours of playtime, and it was just really fun. I enjoyed it a lot. It's very simple. Uh, unique. It's like it... The reason why I like it is because it's like a uh, it's like Street Fighter. Mm. So it plays like Street Fighter. It's slow like Street Fighter. It's footsies like Street Fighter, and uh, the combos are very like two normals into a super. That's like a normal combo, or unless you do like a uh, wall bounce, which is very rare in some cases, and you could do like a seven hit combo. But mm. it's fun. I love how it looks. What do you what do you think about how it looks, Taylor? Oh, it looks perfect. It looks <laughs> Yeah. That arc system works art style. They just nailed it. I'm just, I'm thinking about it now. I'm like, man, fighting games look amazing right now. Then I think about the other games that are in 3D, and I'm like, man, fighting games look terrible right now. <laughs> they're all the Capcom games. Yeah, no, even Shamsau. But it's, it's like, it's, it's like arc system. I know you, you want to keep this to yourself, but lend out your, like, tech. Let other people figure out how to make 3D, 2D style. No way. You just got to hoard it for yourself, man. I know. Pay us to do it. But I was just thinking that you could do that. It's like, hey, we'll lend you out this three, this 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 engine. You could use it, but you got to pay us. It's like, do it. I want to I want to I want to see I want to see uh, Street Fighter look like that. You know, can you imagine Street Fighter still being 3D, but also looking 2D? That'd be incredible. But yeah, uh, Grand Viper Persona 5 Arena is going to be good. I know. Uh, I wonder what kind of style they're going to be going for. Are they going to go back to... Because this is this is like their slowest game they've ever made. I'm not saying slow is bad. I'm just saying it's. I mean, they're usually typical anime fighters, which is usually really fast, really crazy things going everywhere. And uh, this one's just grounded... Footsies, Street Fighter, but with anime, which is like yeah, not, perfect. Combo. Not like uh, not like Dragon Ball Fighters, because whenever I watch Dragon Ball Fighters, it's like these insane combos that just go on forever. Yeah, it's typical. It's a typical Marvel leg game. So, I mean, it's cool. It's a cool fighting game for Dragon Ball Z, and I love Dragon Ball Z. But it's Marvel was never really my thing. So I played it. I got decent at it, and I never got really really good. But but you got good at fighters. I, I I know I've gotten I've become better than I what I used to be. So I think back about what I used to be, and I'm like, man, I was a scrub. Couldn't block correctly. Couldn't do anything. But now I'm I'm okay. I'm decent. Nice. Ah, but yeah, that's what I've been playing. Pretty simple. Cool. So nice. very nice. So let's uh let's do one more discussion before we do to our to go to our topic. Okay. Um, have you been watching any anime? Just the seasonal stuff. Uh, Shield Hero, Attack on Titan. Um, Rewatching Squid Girl when I go to bed for like the hundredth time. That's like just an easy watch kind of show. I get I get it because I'm doing the same thing with High School Girl. Mm, okay. I just put it on for I put like one episode on and I'm like, okay, I'm tired. I'm done. Yeah. But I changed it up yesterday. Mm. I uh, was like, you know what? I've put this off long enough. It's time to watch Attack on Titan season three. 
Mm. And I started it up, and six episodes later, I need to go to I need to go to bed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like I gotta stop. I gotta stop playing next episode. I gotta go to bed. And uh, that's what I did. But yeah, I was watching it, and I felt really lost at first. Cause I don't. I remember what happened at the end of the second of the second season. And the third season seems like there's a time skip, because they all seem older. Hmm. I don't. I don't know if it was just like because I haven't watched the anime in a long time, but it looks like everyone is older compared to last season. Hmm. Interesting. And, and then they did the whole like crazy <laughs> thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the what's her name? Uh, what's her name? Hestia? No, that's that was a different. His, Historia. Story. I was close. Yeah, she's not. Even, she hasn't even been in the anime or this whole season. So she's been in the background doing her thing, but it's not really about that anymore. Oh, you're talking about like right now? She she was like she's like a big figure in this in the beginning of the third season, and now the second half of the third season, it's completely different. Apparently, a lot of crazy. Yeah. Apparently, a lot of crazy stuff's happening right now. So, I oh, are you not all the way caught up? No. Oh, dude, the last couple episodes have been insane. So, apparently, important characters get knocked out. So, I wonder what that's gonna ha- what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, Game of Thrones or Walking Dead. Don't get attached to anybody. Yeah. Everybody's fair game. It was definitely like that at the, at the first season where it's like, oh, oh they're dude, all friends. They're and like, like, everybody. Everyone was dying. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. <laughs> season one was nuts. This this season is getting close to that. It's not quite that bad, but it's, yeah, there's definitely a lot of deaths. All I know is that season one st- was still the better one, just like in Walking Dead. The first season of Walking Dead was, was good. Yeah, it, it, the, no. the, the special effects might have been a bit compared to now, but... I think I still think it's the best. And uh, season one of Attack and Titan was just like God tier. And that's why everyone loved it. And it had an amazing OP. OP. Yeah, the, the OP for the third season, or the first part, half of the third season, is uh, really interesting. It's like, wow, this is completely different than the openings that they used to. It's all like typical anime intro. And it's like all piano, and it's like all emotional. Yeah. Is that is that the one I'm thinking of? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I got I got so confused because I couldn't remember if they cut season two into two parts or season three into two parts. I've like confused as to season three. It and, was season three, and okay. season one was two parts as well. You know, it was like the beginning arc. You know, retaking retaking trust. I think that's what mm-hmm. it was. And then the second arc was luring out the female. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Season two was not my favorite. It was all very. It was so much more about politics and the government and like all that behind the scenes <laughs> stuff. But that three gets back to the action, which I like. That's what I've noticed. Is uh, this one gets back to the snappy storytelling. The second one was like was like really drawn out. Yeah, like I don't even think barely anything happened. Like they followed a what happened. Well, I'm not going to spoil it. I just remember them like going to a wall, then coming back, and that was the whole se- that was the whole season. <laughs> but this one, they're they're determined to get to the basement. Yeah, that's in the opening. The opening shows the basement. It's like, oh shit, oh, we're finally going to get there. Yeah. Haven't got there yet, but no. Cool. It's good cool. though. Cool. Yeah. So, are are you watching Shield Hero, or have you been watching that at all? 
I haven't watched it in, watched in any anime. That's why it's just like I'm gonna start Attack on Titan. Gotcha. That's what I did. Whew. Man, I yeah, Shield Hero's good. So I heard. And it has best waifu apparently. Raftalia. Yeah. All right, so, so let's move on to our topic. Let's actually talk about uh, JRPGs. Uh, oh, okay. So E3, this is probably this. Po- well, this podcast is going to be out tomorrow, so because we had to record really late this time. Um, E3 is just around the corner, mm-hmm. and we need to. Uh, what do you? Pre- I mean, we don't need to, but what do you predict? We had our dreams last episode. Now this is actually yeah. going to be like our real down-to-earth predictions of what's going to happen. Yeah. So do you want to go by company? Yeah, or we, yeah, we could go by press conference or we could go by company. But yeah, company might be better because there's a lot of them that are not going to have JRPGs. Obviously, like Bethesda, yeah. Ubisoft, EA, probably even Microsoft are not going to have anything JRPG-related. Um, you know what? Microsoft could pull what they did last year. What was it last year? And show off Persona 5 Arena. Don't know. Oh, that would be interesting. Because they did show off Vesperia, or the Vesperia remaster last year. And, so. and then they showed off Dragon Ball Fighters as well. That's right. That was the year before, I think? Yeah, it was. Yeah. But yeah, that's true. They could do Persona 5 Arena. You know, what's make, you know what pisses me off is, like, as big as Persona is, it's never really been in any of the press conferences. Um, the, big, the biggest showing it's ever had was at the game awards when they announced joker for smash and that's it yeah and people are like what the heck is this i just remember yeah. everyone's like what is this crap no people knew it was persona at least i don't know i don't know i don't know i, I bet you every a lot of people are like what is this anime crap get this out of my game awards i want call of duty 5000 million three no i want my avengers game because i'm a freaking normie Mm-hmm. They said they're going to show it at Square Enix's thing. I'm excited. It's going to mm-hmm. be awesome. No, it's not. It's going to be crap, and you're going to feel bad. Yeah, okay. That is my prediction. Low, low expectations. It's going to be crap. There you go. There you go. Keep it low, and then if it's decent, then... It's going to be crap. It's All it's going to be is going to be the stupid Iron Man VR game that we saw and times five. Mm-hmm. So... That's it. That's, that's what it. it's going to be. That's a... <laughs> Nick is such a cynic. I love it. <laughs> All right. Um, Your expectations are low now, right? That's right. So now okay. we... So let's let's really talk. So let's start with Square Enix. All right. Obviously, they're going to show. I mean, I, they're going to show the Final Fantasy VII remake. Okay. I so think, no, go 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 go. I think they're going to show Tifa because they have not. They've teased her. They've shown her name on the. Um, on the menu, but they haven't shown her, so they're going to finally show her off, and I think they're going to, at the very least, I think they're going to give a release window. I don't know about a release date, but I think they're going to give a release window, like, early 2020 or whatever. What if I predict, I predict it's going to be, like, coming November 11th, 2019. You think it's it's coming this year? You know? Probably, actually. I think so. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe Square Enix has turned a new leaf, and it's uh-huh. like you know what, we're gonna release the day. We're gonna show off all this stuff. It's coming. The release when release date is end of this year. That would be hilarious because I remember like when they started ramping up Final Fantasy 15, like all the trailers would always just say now in development. It's like oh my god, yeah. <laughs> um, 
But it would be amazing to finally have a release date. Like, I was shocked that Death Stranding got a release date that like last week when they showed off that stream. So, yeah, who knows? Maybe you're right. Maybe Square will shock us and have a release date. Um, I predict that they're not going to show another trailer. They're just going to show straight up a demo. They're going to be like, this is how the game plays. This is how Materia works. This is how small Tiffa's boobs are now. Um... <laughs> Uh, and, uh, yeah, this is Midgar. I'm pretty sure that's what they're going to do. I mean, that's what they should do. I mean, if they don't, then they're like, oh, great. We're not going to see this game for another five years. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, they're way past you. I mean, they, they kept saying, like, once Kingdom Hearts 3 is out, we can finally start bumping up the marketing for 7. And the fact that they showed that state of play and they said they're going to have it, that's going to be their show main showpiece, I feel like, at the Square Conference. Is it a Square Conference? Square Conference is at... Sony's time, right? Yeah, it's 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific, I think. Yeah. Monday. Great. On Monday, yeah. yeah. <coughs> I'm going to miss it because I'm going to be at work. No! And it's going to be 9 o'clock here. It's going to be really late when it's over, but it'll be good. Good. Hopefully. Or it's going to be crap. Like the Remember when they first had the Square Enix conference? Oh, Keep dude, that. that was so bad. I think they did one last year, but they, it was almost just like a, a like a pre-recorded type of thing. Like they were, like they just kept they would bring people up on stage and they would talk and it would, yeah. I think they're just going to do like a direct style type of thing. They're going to show the new T Tokyo RPG Factory game. Oh, Onanaki. Yeah, definitely going to see that. Um, will we see a Final Fantasy 16 tease? No, I think I think that waits. Here's where I think you get that. So when so here I think here's what's gonna happen. Sony is gonna do their like PS5 reveal event. They're gonna show off. Oh look how many particles we can do now. Look at the loading times. Here's NAC three, um, and then and then NAC three better be there, Taylor. It's gonna be there. Um, and then I think they they might come back to E3, and if they do, or you know they're, they're gonna have some big blowout for PS5. I think that's where you get Final Fantasy 16. Because that's kind of what they did, um, the E3 before PS4 came out, because they, they showed Kingdom Hearts 3, they showed Versus 13 slash 15. So I think they'll do something similar. Because that game is in development. So well, I think we're a few ways off. I think that's a 2021 game, but it's coming. And it better be medieval, and it better be classic. Yep. I think it is. Or I should say an evolution of classic. Yeah. So it's going to be turn-based, but it's going to be like a different type of turn-based, if you know what I mean. Yep. More more snappy turn-based, like Persona. That's right. Uh, I'm probably going to see Kingdom Hearts 3 Relive trailer. What do you think that is? I really can't talk about it without spoiling Kingdom Hearts. So is it tied to the end of the, the true ending, you think? I, I have a feeling it's tied to the ending. Okay. Very right. interesting. All we'll right. just say that much and leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> has to be, has okay. to be, it has to be like, it has to be a story after the ending. That's what I think. I don't think it's something before or during Kingdom Hearts 4 or 3. I think it's going to be after story. Hmm. Okay. Um, okay, so I have... Two predictions that kind of 
dovetail off each other. They're going to show, this is not a JRPG, I don't think, but they're going to show Platinum's game Babylon's Fall. They announced it last year. It looks like Knights, Medieval Knights or something. I don't really know what that game is, but they're going to show that off. And I also think they're going to announce the next Nier game. Um, recently, they announced it sold 4 million copies. They'd be stupid not to make another one of those. Um, and it's been about two years, so I think the time is right to at least show it off and then maybe release it next year or something like that. So I think that they're going to announce the next Nier game. But he's too busy with Final Fantasy sixteen. I wish, dude. Yoko Taro on Final Fantasy sixteen would be incredible. That would be so weird. <laughs> they might do. They might do it. I, here's, the, here's the dream. The dream would be sixteen. Actually, the dream is that um, Yoshida that is doing Final Fantasy fourteen, uh, which his business division is developing sixteen. If the rumors are all to be true. Yep, yep. Um, but I think what would be amazing is if Yoko Taro does another near, nails it, sells really well, and then like you know what. You can do Final Fantasy 17. That would be awesome. You could do Final Fantasy. You could do Final Fantasy Tactics too. Yes. I want to see it. Yes. Uh, um, and I think that's all for Square. They've they are they mentioned that they're they're doing another Octopath Traveler. I think it's way too early to mention or to show off what that is because that game came out like a year ago. So this, I got the idea. Here's the idea. Okay. They're gonna show off like. Octopath Traveler coming to the PC, right? Yeah. And then at the end of that trailer, a little, little tease, Octopath Traveler 2. That's it. That's all I got the show. Mm. Little tease. And then it's going to be like, now in development, and we'll not see that game for uh, five years. <laughs> That's a game that doesn't need... I, here, here's the formula for Traveler 2. Connect the stories, have new characters, new environments, the end. That's all you need. Like, that's all people want. So I think they'll do that. Or they have the character stories and one overarching story as well. That's what you meant? And I know people are going to say, well, there is, there was an overarching story if you got to the final dungeon, but it was, like, not as laid out as a typical game is. So make it, make it better. Make it better. Make it better. There you go. That's, that's the quote of the year. Make it better, Taylor 2019. That's right. Just make it better. Uh, and I think that's really all we can expect from that. I'm trying to think if there's any other dormant games or things we might have heard about or something. Um, but I think that's pretty much all we can expect. Let's go. Yeah, let's go to the next big uh, company, Nintendo. Mm-hmm. What do you expect from Nintendo? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, at the time of recording, there's a Pokemon Direct tomorrow, so they're not going to sh- talk about Pokemon, I don't think, at any great lengths. I think they will um, show more off of town and give some more details and give a release date. Because they teased it. I don't even remember when they talked about the game. Was that the beginning of the year or late last year or something like that? Town? I thought town was announced at E3 last year. Oh, was it? It might have been. It may have been that long ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's another game free game. It's funny that they're going to potentially have two games out this year. But um, yeah, I think they're going to actually give that a proper name, give it a release date, do an info blowout. I think it's time to learn more about town. It's also time to see Metro Prime Four. No, um, they're going to they're going to announce a port of Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Dude, that would be amazing. <clears throat> do you think that actually is going to happen though? No, but we're never <laughs> we're never we're never going to see 
Metroid Prime 4. I mean, if we don't, then that stuff, that, that game is vaporware. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, we're going to see, I think we're going to see multiple trailers for the Fighters Pack. Oh, yeah. They have to, they, if that game's been out for a long time. They got to start showing some new characters. Yeah, so I have a feeling that they're, they've been waiting for E3 to show off multiple characters. Like, this character's coming out this month. This character's going to be coming out this month. And then this character is going to be coming out that month. So I think they've got to have assets now to announce. So, so who do you think it's going to be? They said it's off the wall stuff that you wouldn't expect. And okay, the better be okay. Sora, I have a like seventy five percent chance there's a Sora character. Sora's in it. Um, I have a real. I think one of it, it's going to be a Dragon Quest character. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be like a, a generic Dragon Quest ten character. I don't think it's gonna be like a main character of Sora's, but it's another sword character, so it's gonna be annoying. Um, well, off the walls, I, I heard somebody say that because they put this on Switch recently, that one of the Cuphead characters would be in Smash. Whoever said that? Watch it happen. Everyone, whoever said that's a moron. Watch it happen, and then I'm joking. Yeah, that's like that's a, that's just a waste of a character. I'm sorry, Cuphead's not big. Okay, all he does is shoot things. It's not gonna be a fun character. Uh, I have a feeling there's gonna be a Tails character. I mean, there has to be. Napco no. Ban Bandai helped make this game. There's got to be a Tails character. It's never been in a, It's never been in a Smash game. I have a feeling if it has to be, it has to be in between Dragon Quest, Kingdom Hearts. Or Tails? I don't think it's going to be Tails. I think there's like 5% chance it's, it's Tails. The only way it's going to be Tails is if they announce a new Tails game at the Nintendo conference and then we're like, by the way, that guy is in Smash. Or nah. something. Like, I, just, I don't think it's happening. No, it's going to be Lloyd. <laughs> Sadly, it's going to be Lloyd. Or it's going to mm -hmm. be uh, Emo Guy from Verbisferia. Yuri? Yuri, yeah. Wow, look at this guy. He's beat the game. He can't even remember the characters. <clears throat> Must be a good game then. Oh, wait, no, I'm not Taylor. <laughs> wow. Um, I think it might be a Fire Emblem Three Houses character. No, nope, that would be nope, hilarious. No, no, no. That would be hilarious. Yeah, but it's not going to be possible. They said every DLC character is going to be from a franchise that's never been on, on, a, on in Smash Brothers. So. Oh, okay. Okay. No Fire Emblem. Thank Dude, God. That would be amazing. The, the outrage would be hilarious. It's like, here's the next three characters. It's all like three characters from three houses, all from all from the different houses. Everyone would be like, Nintendo, we're not buying we're not buying Fire Emblem anymore. We don't care. <laughs> Stop shoving it down our throats. I know. We don't care. Who else? Uh, it's gonna be uh, Leon Kennedy from uh, Resident Evil Two. I can buy it because they're gonna announce the Resident Evil Two remake is getting ported to Switch, and, and it's gonna be all cartoony. It's gonna be Resident Evil Two Mobile Edition. That'd be awesome. Um, okay, let me think of other JRPGs that Nintendo might have in their back pocket. Um, <clears throat> The only other one I could think of that people have been asking for for a while is uh, Golden Sun. But I feel like 
it, that's not going to happen at E3 because they have so many games that they haven't talked about. Like, they haven't talked about Luigi's Mansion 3. They haven't talked about Animal Crossing. There's just a lot that they need to talk about and spend time on. And I just, uh, I would be shocked if we so, got some big So RPG Rune games. Factory 5 is going to be shown completely. Just info bust. This, mm-hmm. All this info is going to come in. I know. I'm joking. Here's the only, I think, here like, legitimate, like, this is like 50-50. There's been talks that Monolith, who did Xenoblade, is they're working on a new IP. That's the only thing I think they, they could possibly announce RPG-wise. Xenoblade Chronicles the, 3. No. It said it's a new IP, so it would be something brand new, which All would right. be really cool. New IP. Xeno something. It's going to have Xeno in it. Xeno Sword. <laughs> Xeno Pyra. That's right. Pirate spinoff. Xeno Mithra. Um, amazing if it was not a Xeno something. It's going to be a Xeno something. Definitely. I'm calling it. It's going to be Xeno. They're, prob- they're probably working on a new IP, but then it's going to be coming out as Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I bet you. I bet I, you. I, or Xenoblade Chronicles Y. No. Why standing for? Why is this a thing? Uh, uh, what else? Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo's. No, I don't think we've already gotten multiple JRPG news from Nintendo throughout the year. Yeah. Nintendo has satisfied me with Rune Factory. Maybe mm. we'll get a trailer for Rune Factory Four release date for the, inside the states. Oh yeah, that's true. That I bet you that would probably happen. Oh, here's a here's a game. I don't know if it's too early to show this. Uh, people have been saying maybe Tokyo Game Show is the time for it, but they have when they <clears> announced <throat> the Switch when they did that whole event where they announced the release date and everything. They announced SNT five, but they never showed. They still haven't shown gameplay. There's no mm-hmm. release date. There's no nothing. So maybe something for SNT five would be kind of cool. SNT five, and we haven't heard anything from the Tales series. So maybe they'll finally show off that port that they're working on, you know? Maybe. They're, that We're long overdue for Tales man. It's funny how we're saying that because we just got Vesperia. I know, or, right? Or, that's a HD remaster, though. That's not like a new game. I don't think we're going to be getting a new game for a bit. I still think we're going to get we're gonna get a port for the Switch, and then we're going to get another definitive edition before we get the new one. I have a feeling that's gonna, what's happening. Why do you have that feeling? I just, it's, there's a feeling in my heart that they're trying to change tales and they're trying to make it right. And so they're just, they need, they need money and they need flow. So they're like, okay, let's just port these games. There you go. Cause they really want, they really want to knock down the high school setting for a tales game. They want to make it perfect, you know? Where you high go, school setting? High school setting for a Tales game. It's going to happen. You think so? <laughs> I don't know. That that seemed to be the fad back in the day, but I don't think... I mean, can you see that? A high school scene with the, with the Tales with the tales theme? It's going to be called Tales of Educatia. That's going to be the title. It's all about learning. It's all about learning. Knowledge. You're going to you're gonna have a childhood friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, she really... She's always over... And always taking care of you, and you're just like, get out of my life, they'll be asleep. And she's like, gotta eat your breakfast to be healthy. Mm-hmm. And then, like, for some reason, there's a fire next door the next day. 
<laughs> and it's like, oh no, my best, my childhood friend's house is on fire. We gotta save her. And you have to go there, and she's like a magical girl. Mm-hmm. Turns she's and then it turns out there's an ancient evil that's threatening the world, and you gotta team up and stop it. Yeah. And you gotta find, and since it's all modern now, right? And since uh, humanity has forgotten its spiritual earthiness, you have to find the great spirits to awaken all the elements again to bring spirits and, back into uh-huh. the world. And to awaken the five spirits, you have to find five magical orb. Yeah. And that's how you can awaken them. Yeah. <laughs> and there's this giant tree that's like a husk of a tree in the middle of the world. We never know what it's for. It turns out that's the mana tree and you're going to resurrect it again. And to get there, you have to go on a boat. And on your way to the boat, you're going to run into a ghost ship. Yeah. And it's going to... The cool thing about this Tales game is that you're going to be able to romance your female partners. Your female oh, party members. Oh and there's going to be bonding events and social wow. links. And the, the battle system's not even, you know, action anymore. It's all turn-based. And with weaknesses. Yeah. But here's the problem. It's still going to have terrible dungeon design. Because they don't know how to make good dungeons. It's, it's uh, really bad dungeons. It's going to be RPG Maker Dungeons. Where it's, like mm-hmm. a, it's, like a, it's like a straight... All it's the way. Grid. Yeah. Because they, 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 they spent all their budget on, you know, the new setting and crazy effects and crazy sound, uh, crazy soundtrack mm-hmm. and art style. Paying UFO table or UFOtable, however you say that name. They yeah. made these crazy cutscenes, huge budget. So that's where all the budget went, yeah. You know what? Forget the Tales studio. UFOtable, they should just make the, the, the game. Just let them make the game. Just this, they they uh, they made a they took Arc System Works's engine and mm. they made it so they made the game look two D but also in three D and it's just amazing yeah, looking. Yeah, that's right. Yep. You know we're making a joke, but this is probably going to happen. <laughs> this is like a ninety five percent chance this is all happening. Dude, if Tails had a high school setting, I'd be all down for that man. That'd be amazing. I don't know. I don't know. What I'd be. <laughs> Ah. So, high school setting, and the battle system is going to be 2D and quick and snappy. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be social links. Calling it, that's what the new Tales game is going to be. Mm-hmm. And if I'm right, you owe me even more Taco Bell. Because mm-hmm. you owe me Taco Bell because Persona 5 is not coming to the Switch. Yeah, it is. Persona 5 Scramble. Not the same. It's coming to the Switch. Yeah. No? It's got no, Persona no. 5 in the name. No, no. <laughs> Guys, you gotta be the ruling on this. He said Persona 5 port. There's no port in Persona 5. He owed me Taco Bell. Hey, it's not over yet. That's what they're gonna announce it at Nintendo. Persona so that's what's gonna happen? Switch. That's what they're gonna... At the Nintendo, they're gonna do Persona 5 Switch? That's right. <laughs> if we've heard your demands, and it's gonna happen. Coming in 2023. That's right. That we have to remake the game completely because the Switch is so unpowerful. <laughs> unpowerful? Yeah. Alright, so let's move on to Sony. What do you expect from Sony? I Nothing. expect... I expect... Well, they're going to have a state of play. Are they? Yeah. I don't think they are. They are? I don't think they are. They are? So, you predict that they're not going to be there? Yes. Alright. And I predict they are going to be there. And all they're going to show is Last of Us 2. 
And then out of nowhere, Legend of Dragoon Remake. <laughs> All is forgiven. All is forgiven. <laughs> yep. I wonder what Blue Point's working on. Everybody keeps saying it's Demon Souls, but it's like, dude. Why do you, why do people keep saying it's Demon Souls? Who wants Demon Souls? Not me. Give me Legend of Dragoon, baby. Legend of Dragoon, baby. Um, yeah. What else can they port from the PS1 era? Hmm? Let's think. A new Gex game. Gex. <laughs> I don't know where, just Gex. Gex Siphon 4. Filter, maybe. SOCOM. So I can see SOCOM again. <laughs> uh, uh, all I know is that all our Japanese games are going to be censored. So. It's mm. all that matters. Yeah. So, that's all that's going to happen. So wait for it to come on PC and then you can get all the nude mods you Who puts nude mods in their games? Seriously, who puts nude mods in their games? Taylor. I don't even know how. You know how. You know how. My PC can't even run games. That's I'll a try lot. To run Fortnite and the brand like shit. And your PC's just fine. I don't know what you did to it. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't get it. I don't get it. Alright, so let's uh let's answer some questions real quick. Alright. With this early morning podcast of podcastiness. Mm-hmm. Alright, some from B Cops. Thoughts on the Dragon Quest animated film and which other JRPG would you like to see get this treatment, but would still work in a two to three hour film? Uh let's see. I I haven't played that Dragon Quest. I think it's based off five. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong. I haven't played five. Um, it's weird that they change it to be like a little bit more Western. Like they change the art style. It doesn't look like the Kira Toriyama style. Yep. Um, but if we ever get an English release, I'll watch it because why not? Did Nino Kuni also get a movie thing as well? Yeah, it's weird because it's set in the world, but it doesn't have any of the characters. Because that would have been my answer is Nino Kuni, but. Um, it is getting a movie. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Hopefully it, it turns out good. But. You know what needs a movie? Kingdom Hearts. Oh my god. <laughs> Can you imagine a Kingdom Hearts movie? I don't even know what it... How do you cram that into two or three hours? Right. It has to be, it has to be the entire Kingdom Hearts story. All three movies. Or all three games. And all the side games. Oh, all... Eight games, all nine games, all the games. Now you pick a moment. And I'll just do Kingdom Hearts one. Yep. That's all you have to do. <laughs> People are like, why are Disney characters in this game? Who's Walt this weird Disney guy? Disney Animation Productions presents. No way! No fucking way! It's just hearing that theme. That would be incredible. You would see it. If it was a Kingdom Hearts movie, you would totally see it. Of course I would, yeah. Um, you know what I actually, I genuinely think would make a good movie would be uh, Valkyria Chronicles. It's like Gritty War, but with that anime style, and you can get a cat, you can get attached to different characters. I think that would make for a good um, animated movie. Can you do that entire story in three to two hours? Uh, probably, because, like, honestly, a lot of what that game is, the, the first game's kind of short, it's like 20 hours, 
But a lot of it is, you know, the battles and you messing around in the venues and stuff. So there are ways where you can cut battles that are necessary, just get the good stuff. I think it can be done in two to three hours. Because there's, there's definitely key points that um, if you were to make a new movie, I, I definitely could see how you could do that. So I think so. And JRPGs are hard to make movies for. Because they're always so long. Yeah. Like, I could see, like, one, like, the first act of a, of a JRPG to be a movie, and then, like, the sequel will be the second act. Most of the times, I think, like, they could be a uh, miniseries, right? Yeah. Three, I, I three, three, way... three episode, three hour and a half episode series. Mm. No, even longer than that. It's, real, it's a miniseries. Uh, yeah, I think that's the way a lot of things are going. Instead of making it a movie, it's like a Netflix series or something like that. Or, it's you know, Disney's doing their thing. I think that's the way to go because then you have more time to flesh it out. Um, I, I, yeah, I just think that's that's the best way to do Like, there's a Witcher series that's coming out apparently at the end of the year for Netflix. Um, Scooby, I'm trying to think. Scooby Disgust. Scooby Disgust. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at my list of jrpgs here i'm trying to think of what else would make for a good um good a movie good or a good good, there you go. golden, good movie golden, or, or golden time good series golden time will make a good movie golden time that's not a game it is a game there's visual is novel it? yeah oh okay. on the vita i don't know if people count this as a jrpg but i think parasite eve could make a good movie the first one, the first one, yeah, because it's very, it's really atmospheric. It's like it's like a horror JRPG almost. Um, and then I think that could be really cool. And then it became a Resident Evil clone in the second. And then it became a Resident Evil Six clone. It was just pure garbage. PSP game is really bad. IMO. I think that's the general consensus. Final Fantasy. I think there should be a Final or a Harvest Moon. Movie. <laughs> that seems like it could be a good anime though yeah every you, you know what i think would be a good anime i'm shocked they have not made one yet maybe they have you got muted so i didn't hear you oh um i was gonna say i'm surprised there isn't an atelier anime probably Just not cute girls going on adventures you know i was gonna say like rune factory but Rune Factory anime. Bring back harems, baby. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. You can make it harem anime if the protagonist chooses a girl. So there is a, uh, a, a canon. A conclusion. Yeah. It's the only way, the only way you can make a harem anime. It's satisfying. I grew up in the 90s, all right? Every anime was a harem anime. And it was, everything was unsatisfying. Tenchi Muyo, Latina, <laughs> Ran Shuffle, Ranma. Oh, was Ranma a, ha a harem? Mm -hmm. oh, okay, I didn't know that. Um, Shuffle, but Shuffle, he chooses someone. That's true. One of the very few times. So that's what makes it more satisfying, because he actually chooses someone. Yep. Uh... <laughs> They need to make a Fatal Frame movie. Ooh, that'd be cool. 
I bet you they have. I mean, there's probably similar movies in Japan, like typical Japanese horror. And not don't make it a freaking PG-13 horror movie. You got to make it R. Hard R. That's I don't know. Guts and blood. I don't need. Yeah. I don't think it needs to be a hard R, but this it needs to be R. It needs. There needs to be leeway for the scares, you know. Yeah, for sure. Like the scares where when I was playing Fatal Frame two. I don't know if I was I was streaming this. I think I was. Uh, I was just looking around this town, and I was on this bridge, and I see this light in the distance. I take out my camera just to zoom in, and right when I take out my camera, a ghost girl appears right in front of the camera, and I just see her face. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god! And it was a hanging one, too, so her neck was broken, and she was like, ugh. And I'm like, oh my god, what the heck, what is this? <laughs> it was right when I took the camera out, too. It was really weird. It was perfect timing. I tried to replicate it, but no. It was just perfect timing. I, it wasn't... It was not scripted. Interesting. Final Fantasy X. Final no. Fantasy X. No, I just saw Final Fantasy X in the PS2 version. No. 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 What's that from? I think it's from Family Guy. There's like the Mexican maid. It's like, can you do this? No. 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 Yeah, you're right. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. That's what it is. Uh, yeah. All right, Taylor. So I'll keep his chip. It needs its own series. Come on, make it happen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Vampires invading Akiba, and the only way to uh, defeat them is to rip off their clothes. Perfect show. Perfect show. 100%. 10 out of 10. Perfect game. Perfect mm. game. It would fit right in with modern anime. There's so many dumb anime now. Fit right in. Alright, so I want to do one, one, one final little tangent. I want to talk about this. This uh, doesn't really have to talk about... Uh, JRPGs, but WoW Classic. Okay. Well, WoW Classic. I, I was going to talk about this, but when we were what, during our when what we've been playing section, but I forgot. Um, I really, really enjoy that game. I don't just don't I don't know why, but it's super nostalgic when you play it. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering what would make you. I mean, you 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 said. Tell me what you said. You, you can't like. Would you play WoW Classic? I so this yeah. We were on voice chat the other night. I I don't think I could ever play WoW again because of how much time it takes, and I just remember how much time it sucked away from me when I was playing it, and I felt like social life and all these other things were really. And this is also when I was in college. I was the typical like almost got kicked out of college guy because I was playing too much WoW. Um, and I just don't want that to happen again. I don't want it to be like, oh, I'm not going to go hang out because I got a raid. Like, I just don't, I think those days are behind me. Like, I got a game I can play for a few hours, great. But WoW just required so much time from, I don't know, I just, I don't think I could do it again. So, if you put a limit on your WoW playing, like, like what I'm going to do is what my plan is, is I'm only going to play WoW Classic when I have someone to play with. 
if someone wants to quest with me. If there's no one that they don't want to quest, then I will not be playing it. And I would think that would limit my time on it, because I'd always need someone to play with. I'm not going to be Kimpy, who's going to disappear from life. Mm-hmm. All right? And I'm not saying that as, like, a mean thing, because that's what he said he's going to do. <laughs> I'm like, I can't do that. I can't do that. I and me, knowing me, I never, like, everyone back in 2004, 2005, that's what everyone did, is I would start playing with someone, I would start playing with a group of friends, and then the next day they would be level 30, and I would be still level, like, 10. I'm yeah. like, how did you do this? Oh, you know, I just stayed up all night and played all night. It's like, well, how can you do this? So it was impossible to play with people. So the only time I played when I got my own account was with Brian, my brother. Mm. And that's the one we played. We just all, like, everyone, like, my family, whoever played WoW, played together, and we just played. Now, you were, I think you were part of that, when we all made WoW. We made Horde characters. It was me, you, Amy, and Brian. Do you remember that? I didn't play that Horde character much. No, but you did that with us, right? A little bit, but I, I, I fell off that pretty quick. The, the time that I really got into it was when Karazhan came out in Burning Crusade, and I was my rogue. But then I also started up a healing druid, and that was just so much fun. I loved healing. <laughs> you loved healing? Yeah, it was fun. So you can... Oh, wait. So you got to play... You, you, should, you should play with just us. I can't, because I, I, I know me... I know me too. I'll be that guy that stays up all night and play. I, I just don't, I don't have the self-control. It'd be like, oh, all right, we got big plans on the weekend. We're going to go to the beach and we're going to go hang out. No, nope, sorry, guys. I'm uh, raiding Karazhan. Sorry. Raiding Molten Core. <laughs> like, I know that's going to be me. I just, I can't. I just can't even step, dip my toe into that. I wonder. I wonder. You're going to be hearing all these stories of us playing. I wonder if you're going to dip your toe in it. No, I can't. can't. No. I mean, tr trust me, if I had infinite time or whatever, I, I want to. That's the problem. It, it seems fun. I know I would enjoy it, but I would put my, too much time into it, and I know I wouldn't be able to have self-control with it. That's the funny thing, because I don't know if you would enjoy it, because it's super slow now compared to everything else. I really want to – I just want to see you play it. I want to see if, what your thoughts on it. It'd be funny. I mean, I like that style of combat where everything's, like, on a cooldown and stuff. I, I because they're especially with the raids, because there's like a there's a collaborative thing to it. It's like okay, you got a poison. Okay, like do your stuff so you lose aggro. Don't attack too much. Make sure like there's things to keep track of. Like obviously, it's not a quick, fast action game, but you know. All I know is that it's been 15 years, 13, 12 years since we played last played this game. Yep. It's crazy. It's a lot of years, Taylor. I know. You were the car well, okay. you were the cartoon fiend when we were the playing. Cartoon it. fiend, that's right. Um so let me ask you this. So for the um for WoW Classic, do they have the updated character models and stuff, or is it all old stuff? It's all old stuff. Everything's okay. everything's Every, everything's old, pure old, everything. Mm -hmm. But so they don't have like human hunters, they don't have the new class combos or anything like that either. Nope. Everything's classic. That means everything that was broken in Classic is broken. <laughs> so, 
Uh, all I know is that the graphic settings are better. So, you know, back in the day, we were played in four by three. Now it's widescreen. Now you can mm. turn it like ultra. So now you can see like all this detail that wasn't in the Glow before. Mm-hmm. Back in the, so that's really funny. But yeah. What, um, what are you going to play or what class, whatever? An alliance with Dwarf Hunter. Dwarf Hunter, nice. I don't know what I'm going to play on Horde. Probably going to be... Uh, it's going to be with Kimpy. So you said we're probably going to be a warrior. But Kimpy's going to be playing... He's going to be level 30 when I'm level 5. So I don't know what's going to happen. He's, he's playing Horde? Yeah. Mm, I definitely don't want to play. I don't like Ford. Yeah, right. I told him we got to play Alliance. For the Alliance, Kimpy. Come on. Alliance has better areas. I'm sorry, Kimpy. They look cooler. They look cooler with the armor on. Yeah. <laughs> I was just saying because Horde leveling up, it's all like desert plains and desert. Like everything is desert. The Barons, yo. Yeah, Barons. Baron, it's boring. All right, guys. So that's it for this episode. We'll be back next week with all our E3 talking points. This that episode is probably going to be a little later because we kind of want all the E3 ness to be passed by first before we uh, record. So probably going to be like a Thursday or Friday episode instead of a normal Tuesday. Uh, I'm sorry, this one came out on Wednesday. I think. I'm going to change it so episodes are going to be coming out either on Tuesday or Wednesday because sometimes we're going to have to record like the day before because of our work schedules. So mm-hmm. that's going to probably going to be a new thing. I'll keep everything everything updated on Twitter. So be sure to follow our Twitters or not our Twitters, the main channel's Twitter. Yep. And uh, yeah, so we'll be back next week. And thank you for watching. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. On iTunes, if you're listening, be sure to give us a rating. It helps us greatly, gives us a lot of uh, a lot more viewage to everyone. I've noticed since a lot more people are reviewing on iTunes, we're getting a lot more uh, people from iTunes to listen and join our Discord, so it's cool. But yeah. yeah. So thanks for everything, and we'll be back next week. See ya. Bye.